0: Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today I'm here with a special episode. We know that COVID-19 has turned our lives upside down. And I don't know about you, but I know I'm needing help every day to think through the spiritual and the mental aspect of all of this and to keep my eyes on Christ and what really matters. So I've been hopping over in our Facebook group and trying to answer some questions live. We just did the first one, and I'm hoping to do it every day this week at 3:30 p.m. Eastern. So if you're not part of our Facebook group, you can head over over to teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook and join us over there. But I'm hoping to also um, download the recording, bring it into this podcast, and allow you to listen in this format. So that's what today's special episode is. It is a audio recording of the first Facebook Live that we did in the book where we talk about the question, um, how do I know if I'm doing enough as a teacher? And we apply gospel principles to it. So I'm going to play that recording for you now. So I've been really thinking about a lot of things going on. I mean, our world has turned upside down in just a really short amount of time. And I don't know about you, but I know I found myself trying to find my footing and figure out, you know, how do I handle this? What should I be thinking? How should I be processing this? It really is quite challenging. And so I wanted to, um, we've been trying to think of Teach for the Heart, how can we best support you here? And we're working on some blog posts, one going out tonight and other things. But I also really wanted to address kind of the spiritual and the emotional element of all of this. And I asked you guys what you were dealing with and struggling with the most. And one of the things that you mentioned was, how do I know if I'm doing enough as a teacher? How do I set healthy boundaries? So I wanted to think through that with you guys today. Um, So the first thing that I want you to do is if you're wrestling with this question of, you know, how do I know if I'm doing enough? I want you to first ask yourself, what has God called me to in this time? So examine your spheres of responsibility and influence. If you are a teacher, then you have students to take care of. That is one of your areas that you need to work on, that you are responsible for, right? But it's only one of them. So ask yourself what else is there? Uh, do you have children at home that you need to take care of? Do you have a spouse? Uh, do you have aging family members that you are, you know, trying to care for in this season? Do you have ministry responsibilities? And then we should all have the we want to make sure we have time with God and to be in the Word. So the point is to look and say, okay, what are all the things that I should be doing, and to recognize that teaching is probably not your only responsibility in this time. It's not the only thing that God has called you to. And so I think having that balance starts by recognizing God has given me multiple things and I need to realize that I can't spend all my time on teaching. Um, you know, teaching is something that can we can always give more to it always and so you have to start with an understanding of um, i have multiple things that are important right now and i cannot let teaching crowd out other things that really matter so let's talk about a couple other things so the first step is like i said kind of even make a mental list or even write it down what are the different things that god has called me to and to realize they're all important let's talk now about some biblical principles that we, we can help as we think through this and then i have some practical tips for you as well so here's a biblical principle whatever you do do it with your whole heart as to the lord and not to man right so that bible verse is a great guiding principle that we should be doing our best right we should be um really seeking to help and support our students if we feel like we don't care That's not really right. We should care. We should want to do our best, right? So we should be seeking solutions that will support our students. It is right that we are seeking solutions, that we are trying to support them. Now, a practical reminder under this point, remember that more is not always better sometimes less is more and i think in this situation that is definitely the case um if you have young kids at home that you're trying to help with their schoolwork you've probably already seen like it can be overwhelming for parents if there's like tons going on especially with younger kids where they have to proctor um so some everyone has even though in one area we have less going on in our life we also have more going on in our lives all of our routines like I mean you think how your routines are messed up your students are too so everyone's kind of struggling with this so giving them more and more and more is probably not what they need right now so ask yourself um you know kind of seek out solutions that are easy for you but will support your students okay so Don't look for the most complicated solution. Look for easy solutions that are doable for you, that help you both serve your students and those around us. Um, But we should absolutely be seeking to do our best. Remember, though, for the Lord. Um, do, uh, Do your best. Remember that you're serving the Lord. But while we're seeking to do our best, we also need to remember that we are only a tool in God's hands. And what I mean by this point is, we need to be careful that we don't have like a savior complex uh, or a superhero complex. There is only one savior, Jesus Christ. We are not our students' savior. And what I mean by that is, we will get ourselves in trouble and we will feel like we're never doing enough if we take on too much responsibility for our students okay god has called you to minister for your students to support your students to help them and this actually this could actually present some great opportunities to make a big difference in their lives so embrace those seek those out but be careful about taking on what isn't yours in other words god has called you to be faithful in serving your students but you are not responsible for the results in that student's life and You know, I've heard some of you say, you know, hey, I had students that I feel like I was their safe place and they have no one now. That is difficult. That should drive you to pray for that student. But remember, our students are in God's hands. We were never their savior. We were, we are only God's tool and God did not make a mistake in allowing us to be separated right now. It's hard. I don't like it. You don't like it. No one likes it. But God did not make a mistake in putting us in this situation. He knows where we are. Do you think that us being separated can, can somehow mess up his grand plan? It cannot. This is part of his plan. Somehow, some way, it's part of it. And so we can rest in that assurance that if we're doing our best, that's enough. Okay. We should, we, sh- we cannot and should not take on the responsibility of what's going to happen to our students. All we can do is be faithful with what we are able to do and leave the results up to God. I hope that makes sense. You know, I was thinking along with this, this is not from scripture, uh, but it is a good, helpful Excuse me, a helpful phrase. Um, back when I first got married, the workout program P90X was very popular. I don't know how many of you guys remember that. Um, but uh, Tony Horton would say, it, back then, it wasn't streaming. So you'd watch the same videos over and over and over and over and over and over, do the same exercise over and over, and you kind of memorize everything they said. And one thing that he said a lot was, do your best and forget the rest. And I think that is really a great practical phrase to keep in mind right now as you're a teacher. Do your best and forget the rest. There is only so much you can do. Um, Do your best. That's what God calls us to, right? Do it with your whole heart, but forget the rest. Leave the results up to God. My last thought for you under this gospel focus and biblical principles is watch out for identity issues. Here's what I mean by that. Some of us, if we're being honest, we actually find our identity or at least a big part of our identity in being great at what we do. And so when that's taken away from us and we're put in a situation where like we're just like thrown in the deep end, like do distance learning um, and we're floundering, it's more than just, I'm trying to figure this out. There's like an identity issue. We feel like I'm not good enough. I like it, it's, it, it hits us deep into our soul. So if that resonates with you at all, if you're finding yourself like really struggling almost with, you feel like your identity, you've lost your identity, um, or you feel like you're really struggling with your self worth around this, then you need to recognize, and I've dealt with this, that teaching and or achieving might be a bit of an idol in your life you might be finding your identity and your worth in your role as a teacher or in how good you are at teaching instead of finding your identity and worth in christ and if that's the case and i just encourage you to do some deep soul searching and to ask and to just really consider that and to remind yourself of who you are in christ Christ accepts us not because we are amazing, um, but because he loves us, because he chose us. Um, He calls us perfect. He calls us loved. He calls us his child. He calls us redeemed. He calls us so many things. And it has nothing to do with how good of a teacher we are or are not. Um, So be careful. If you're finding yourself struggling with that, look for those identity issues. Um, If you want to dive into this further, the book Counterfeit Gods by Timothy Keller is incredibly helpful. Um, I identified, actually, when I was leaving teaching, when I had to let it go, I identified that teaching was actually an idol in my life. I had found my identity in being a teacher. And when that was taken, was the, when I realized it was gonna be taken away, I was really struggling with it. I was struggling with it beyond the sadness of missing it, I would. It would like rocked me to my core. So if you feel like that, if you feel rocked to your core, not being in the classroom or feeling like you're, you know, not as competent as you normally are, that might be a key that there's some identity or I- I- idolatry, honestly, in your heart um, that you want to root out and pray about that. And like I said, the book Counterfeit Gods by Timothy Keller um, can be really helpful in that. All right. Well, those are a few kind of gospel focused things that I hope will help you. My point in all of this is to realize that um, you can always do more for your students, but you're going to have to pray about it. You're going to have to pray and ask God, you know, what would you have me to do? And where do I leave the results up to you? I can't tell you that. Um, but I think if you keep these principles in mind and you're praying about it every day, you're going to God and giving it to him. That's another thing I found is going to God, giving the situation to him rather than taking the stress on it, saying, God, this is yours. I'm going to faithfully do the next thing I know to do, but I'm trusting you to guide me and just living in that every day and remembering, remembering your core, your core principles, remembering that you are not your student savior. You are just a tool in God's hand and then just faithfully serving in what God has put in front of you. Before I finish up, I do want to give a couple practical thoughts about boundaries. Uh, You do need to recognize that now that you're working from home, the work and life can really bleed into each other even more than it does in your normal life as a teacher. So one of the best recommendations would, a couple strong recommendations, one is to decide as best you can, when you're going to work and when you're not. And I, I know I have four young kids at home. I, we normally have two, but now the two from school are also home and it, it, is, it is crazy. Um, I totally understand that if you've got young kids at home, it's tough. But what you can do is, is put aside at least basic hours. So you say at least like when I'm going to stop, you know, I'm going to try to work until four and then I'm going to be done. Or I'm going to work from this time to this time when my kids are in bed or whatever it is. Set up hours and then turn them off. And I think one of the biggest things is commit to turn off notifications and not check school email, school voicemail, however you connect with your school in certain hours. Okay. Teach parents are, everyone's schedule is crazy. Parents are going to be emailing, texting, whatever communication you have, they're going to be doing it all hours. But that doesn't mean you have to answer at all hours. Um, Set a time. This is when I'm going to, this is when I'm on and this is when I'm off. And on those times you're off, don't look at it. It'll be there tomorrow. Very few of these are urgent need to be answered right now things. Um, So turn it off. Allow yourself some of that time away. And then just be gracious with yourself. Be gracious with your students and give yourself grace at all. This is not anything that anyone planned. Honestly, um, you can embrace the um, freedom that this actually gives you and the creativity that this gives you. And just realize there's no one come, stopping in for observations. Like, honestly, anything you do is going to be, um, be good, like, be good almost. You know, you need, like I said, you need to do your best, but there's none of the normal pressures. So embrace that. Just do your best, get creative, have fun with it, and just seek to connect with your students and to just do the best that you can. And honestly, forget the rest. Well, I hope these thoughts have been helpful. I couldn't really see comments too well during it. So if you have any comments, questions, feel free to drop them in the comments. I'll check back and um, listen to them later. And then I'm hoping to be back at 330 every day this week to answer more questions and talk about more of these topics. I have a few things planned, but if there's something you would like me to talk about, especially we can talk about definitely the practical, but also kind of how to think through things from this biblical perspective, especially the emotional, uh, the so, uh, the emotional, the spiritual elements, anything you're struggling with, feel free to Um, to drop it in the comments or send me a private message and I'd love to talk about it on a future live. All right, thanks guys. Hope you guys found that helpful. I hope to bring you more of these in the coming days. And once again, we invite you to join us over live at our Facebook group at 3.30 p.m. this week at teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.